Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now I'm in desperate need of a haircut and a shave so I hope you're okay to put up with my unkempt appearance for another row. Now today's row, because we've done quite a lot of kind of higher intensity, longer stuff on the Zero to Hero plan up until this point, we're actually going to back it right off to that low intensity 20 strokes a minute row. But we're actually going to take it a little bit easier because we're going to do 35 minutes worth of rowing, but we're going to break it down into 4 minutes plus 1. So we're going to start off with a 4 minute warm up, and then we're going to do 1 minute worth of extra drills on the end of it. Then we're going to do 4 minutes at that low intensity 20 strokes a minute, 1 minute of drills. And then we're just going to keep on doing that until our 35 minutes is up. And that's going to really keep your heart rate down nice and low, your intensity nice and low, and just help you recover while also helping you build up your fitness and work on your technique and stuff, alright? It's a great row to do, okay? It's just a nice one just to kind of zone out and chill out to, because you don't always have to be grinding yourself into the ground. So, there's not going to be an individual warm-up today, we're just going to get right into our 35 minutes, just so you know, just so you're not suddenly going, oh, when's the warm-up going to end? And we're at like minute 27, okay? So, and before we can get started, we have to set up our machine, and that means, bomb, you have to set up resistance or your drag factor now on an Averon resistance wise hopefully you know where you want it to be all right I set mine to 10 for most of my warm-ups and things and then around about 12 for most of my main sessions but you don't have to do that you know you better on the machine if you're using the concept 2 in the Averon app I want you to set your drag factor to wherever you would normally have it recommended area is around about 130 uh, if you only work on a lever setting set your lever to 5 for the time being and then go read up about drag factor please because that's much more important Next up, let's go to our foot stretcher height. And what you're looking for is the position to be able to come in the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position comfortably. If you're set too high in the foot plates, that can be a bit tough to get there. If you're set too low, you can go past and your backside escapes from underneath you. There we go, that's our machines all set up. A good guide for the foot straps is that they go over the balls of your feet, which is usually the bottom lace of your shoes. Sorry, I forgot to add that bit in. Right, so we're gonna get right into our 35 minutes. It's always just gonna be four minutes plus one. I know that makes the warm up a little bit weird, but don't worry about it. I just wanna get into the groove of all this, okay? Our warm-up, we're going to start at 20 strokes a minute at very light intensity. I just want to get your body moving. Depending on what you've been doing with the day, this could be quite important that you just take it very gently. So, we're going to get started in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go. So, all I want you to do is connect your feet to your hands when you start. And what that means is that you push your feet into the machine at the same time you feel your hands bite into the machine when it suddenly feels like it's connecting and you feel the power of the machine. It's all it's about, it's just timing, push when your hands go in. That's only how we're gonna spend this first minute because it's so important that you push with the legs at the same time the hands connect but that you keep your arms straight as that happens. And that's how the power gets into the machine. Arm straight, push with the legs, hold a forwards tilt, and that power just floods up from your legs into the machine. Let's take two more of this nice light intensity, and then we're gonna increase the power a little bit. And in fact, what we'll do, just because the way I'm doing this, let's make this middle chunk, two minutes worth of rowing at kind of five out of 10 intensity. And that'll get us all back on track in terms of five minute chunks and things. So what you're looking for is to find an intensity that feels 
five out of 10 effort, bearing in mind one out of 10 is just sitting on the couch watching television. So five shows that you're putting in some kind of exercise. Your breathing rate should increase. Your heart rate should increase, but it shouldn't feel hard. Another minute after this stroke to go at this pace. I often describe it as it should feel the same intensity as though maybe you work in an office building with 10 flights of stairs and you have to walk up to the top floor. You know you'll be out of breath. Your heart rate will be up. But it's not like you're going to have to have a lie down afterwards. You might get to the top and go, whew, that was a long way to climb. And that's really the intensity that you're looking for, okay? Especially because you're still able to speak when you get to the top. And that's the kind of the last guide for this intensity is that you should be able to talk while you're rowing at this pace. And this is the pace that we're going to do most of today's session at, okay? So remember how fast you're rowing right now. But in two strokes time, we're going to take one foot out and put it on the ground. So unstrap, foot on the ground, continue rowing. And what you're doing here is kind of pivoting forwards onto your toes, rocking backwards onto your heels. So put that foot on the ground. Don't just float it in the air because you want to use it as a pivot point to help you come forwards to the front of the machine into that forwards tilt. One more here. Change feet. Ooh. Continue rowing with the other foot. And the point here is that with only one foot strapped in, it's much easier to get into that compression at the front of the machine, shin vertical with that forwards tilt, arms straight. Let's take two more, one more, and then we're gonna put both feet back in, tighten the straps if you haven't already. Legs straight and roll with your back and arms. Swing with your back, pull in your arms, then release your arms, swing forwards, over your hips again. And this rock backwards and forwards is really important. Okay, just this swinging over your hips like a hinge backwards and forwards. Now let's roll into the front with forwards tilt, straight arms, and push out with just your legs. Really concentrate on keeping your arms straight here. So important. I mean, everything I'm talking about with the drills is so important. <laughs> um, but it really is important that you keep these arms straight as you push with your legs. Okay, we're going to take two more here. And then we're just going to return to that 20 strokes a minute, walking up a flight of stairs pace. Okay? And that's us now into the main set. Um, and I'll quickly explain what we're going to do. So we do four minutes, 20 strokes a minute, five out of 10 effort, or if you're using a 2K training pace, then you're 
2K plus 18 to 20 or zone two heart rate, low intensity. This is just here, almost like a maintenance row in between what's becoming a series of more intense rows on the zero to hero plan. Because after all, you're building yourself up beyond what you've been able to do before. And what I don't want you to do is burn out because you've been working progressively harder. And so rows like this give you a good workout. You'll still burn calories. You'll still improve your rowing but you'll also protect your body and your brain, really. You're not going to get mental burnout from always coming in and working hard. I'm talking from experience there. I've been through that several times where I've just been bashing my head against the wall, trying to go faster, not giving myself any compromise. And you just burn out and then unable to face the machine for a few days, a week or whatever. You just never want that. You always want it to be almost like you're so happy you get the chance to go for a row. You fall in love with the machine. Right. So we've got about a minute and a half and then we're going to stop again. And what we're going to do is basically just the second set of those drills that we just did. So we're going to do the hip rock and then we're going to do the leg push only. So still got a minute and change to go before we get there, don't worry. I've not lost the ability to count yet. <laughs> but I'm just telling you now that that's what we're gonna do. You don't have to stop and do the drills, okay? You can just make this a straight 35 minute, well, I've already done the warm up, haven't we? So a straight warm up plus 30 and just carry on rowing when I stop to do the drills. But I really only recommend that to people who are absolutely 100% rock solid sure that you're rowing with a good technique. I mean, I'm not. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing this today is to try and fix a lazy backswing. So three more strokes, two more. Then we start with the back and arms only. So swing over your back, pull in your arms. Really get into that forced tilt and arms straight and think about engaging the stroke with your backswing first. Pick up the weight to the machine with that backswing and then pull in the arms. Two more of these. 
One more. Let's get into the front. And this time, I just want you to think about staying forwards, right? Last time when we did this, I was saying about focusing on arms straight. This time, really just think forwards, forwards. Keep your weight shifted towards the front of the machine as you push with your legs. Let's take one more here. Then we're back into that low intensity, 20 strokes a minute. And the other reason, of course, for doing these drills, other than giving you a chance to work on your technique, is it also helps your heart rate settle down. Because whether you're rowing on a perceived effort or a heart rate zone guide, you don't want to blow up with a skyrocketing heart rate. And if you're still not used to rowing 35 minutes non-stop, then it could well be that your heart rate climbs too high. I've said before, the, kind of, the difference there is those who use the 2K, uh, 2K based training pace, where eventually on that, if you're holding the same pace, your heart rate goes up. But again, for those people, this one minute of drills will stop it becoming too intense. Because the whole point is, right, we're doing this to make our heart more efficient at pumping blood around the body and to improve the mitochondria in our cells. Interesting clarification point here. You may have heard me talk before about mitochondria in the blood cells. Turns out mitochondria are in all of your cells, apart from red blood cells. Didn't know that. I learned that at the weekend. But it's the same thing anyway, where your mitochondria are, amongst other things, the power station to your cells. And as such, you want as many of them <laughs> and as sufficient and healthy mitochondria as you can have. And these low rate workouts are how you do that. And it's also how you make your heart more efficient at pumping more blood around your body. But the thing is, once the intensity crosses a threshold, you no longer get the mitochondria building benefits or the, the big efficiency, let's say, in improvements for your heart. And it's kind of why we want to do these. There are, I mean, 
I know I talk about these, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I really try and sell it across. It's such an easy road to do. You're not working hard. You're just one stroke every three seconds. It's so easy, but it's so hard to convince people to do them at the right intensity. It's incredible. Right, we're gonna do drills in three strokes time. Two, one more. And we're going back to that hip rock and arm pull. This time, focus on the handle away smoothly. So you pull in and then smoothly let the handle come away. I see loads of people just throwing the handle away. And that's not it, you want a rhythm. Handle comes away and then your back follows it. Let's get to the front, arms straight, forward tilt, push out with your legs. And this time, let's think about arms again. Keep those arms straight. If you're like me, rowing on an Averon, the reflection on the monitor in front of you is perfect for keeping an eye on your arms to make sure you're not bending early. Let's take one more here. And now we're back in to our regular programming. <laughs> uh, and uh, what was I talking about before? Oh, I can't remember. I was on some kind of a rant that I needed to finish. I'm sure I can come back to it. There's a reason why I'm really focusing on this today. And it's because I've had a flurry of videos from people asking for me to look at their technique. And the main, well, don't say error, because that sounds wrong. But the main issues that I see time and time again are people pulling from the front of the machine instead of keeping arms straight and pushing with their legs, or people who don't hold that forwards tilt as they push, which lets the sequence of power go legs, back, arms. If you swing before your legs push, or at the same time as your leg push, all that really happens is you go legs, arms, <laughs> and you don't get the added benefit of your back. And then the other issue that I see is people not getting into the forest tilt quick enough on the return. And that's a really subtle one, but the more I see it, the more I start to figure that actually this tilt forwards is just as important as how you get into the front to then push with your legs. Because really what it's doing is setting everything up for you. You're in that tilt, arm straight, and then all you have to do 
is bend your knees to roll forwards and you're already in the perfect position. You don't have to do anything else. You just, from here, it's just about roll. So set up, roll. And then the people that lazily kind of spend the whole recovery uh, doing their lean, they're the ones who tend to miss the power at the front or they've got poor posture, their back lean isn't in the right place and they scoot into the backwards lean again too quick. It's confusing calling it back lean in both ways, but you get what I mean. And so because they are the most common errors, I called it an error again, oops. <laughs> uh, quirks that I see, that's why we're just concentrating on those two elements in the drills, which is what's about to come up. Two more strokes. One more stroke. Ooh. Here we go. Back and arms only. Oh, I remember now. It's the fact that these are so easy. That's what I was talking about at the end of the last chunk. Ooh. So remember, swing over your hips, pull in your arms, then release your arms and rock forwards again. Be in that forward position properly. Hands past your knees. One more. Let's roll to the front, forward tilt straight arms and concentrate on holding that forward tilt for as long as you can. Ideally, in this drill, you wanna hold that forward tilt until your legs are down. Obviously you don't row that way, but in terms of this drill, I want you to exaggerate how long you hold your back forwards for. Last one here. You ready? Ah, there we go. So, this is an easy row, right? If you are not finding this easy, if you are completely out of puff and spent, I'm gonna guess you're going too fast, that you're maybe not rowing at 20 strokes a minute, you're maybe not keeping the intensity down. Because that's what you need to do for this one. The benefits come from it being easy. How many times in life do you get told the easy way is actually the best way? Usually people will say to you, oh, if you go the easy way, you'll get less return. It must be hard in order for you to, but no pain, no gain, all that nonsense. Well here, if you have pain, you lose your gain. <laughs> the whole point here is just to keep it low intensity. 
And then the tempo workouts, like the eight times three minutes, or the max sprint workouts, they're the ones that you chomp into and work really hard and embrace the suffering that you go through. But you can only do them when you shore them up with this kind of easy row. And I know that there is a masochistic side to us as rowers where we want it to feel tough and rough. But just let these, the toughest part about a long, low intensity row is just the mundanity of it, how mundane it is. That you're like, I'm not gonna use the B word, okay? Or abarrida in Spanish. I'm not gonna say that. I don't wanna give it a name. But that then comes down to how you stimulate yourself. Is it about hitting the same pace or average pace every two minutes or every 500 meters? Is it about keeping your heart rate low? Is it about just doing workouts like this and listening to some guy unable to shut up while he rows? Do you put on a podcast for which I recommend either Stuff You Should Know or the Paul Taylor podcast? Or do you watch TV? Something to just help you get through this workout. Sorry, the pause there was I'm trying to remember what we're doing next. I think we're doing hip swing. Well, we are now anyway, <laughs> whether that's the right order or not. Two more. And we're just gonna do the hip rock. So hips, pull, out with the arms, rock, rock, pull. And this is really a pivoting over your sit bones. And that's the important part is that as you come here, it's that transition forwards where you set yourself up on your sit bones. It's where now you're in a prime position. Now. But let's roll into the front straight arms, force tilt. Still trying to be up on our sit bones here. Powerful posture. Core braced as you push. Don't worry about power here. I know it's a bit late in the road to be telling you this, but this is about body position and getting the right sensation of holding this force tilt and straight arms as you push. Now I'm gonna take one more here. I'm slightly out of time, but here we go. Don't worry, I'll get back into the proper. That should be us. Because that transition point at the back that I was talking about before, it really is where you can win or lose your posture battle. 
If you get the handle away smoothly and then pivot forwards over your hips, kind of pivoting over your sit bones, you'll be in the right position. However, if you tug on the foot straps and knees come up too soon, that collapses your posture and you lose the battle of the right position. So rather than thinking about being in the front with a good posture, think about starting the recovery in that good posture. And if you can get arms away and into that forwards rock before your knees bend, then that's ideal. I mean, you could just rerun a lot of my rows like this, couldn't you? Because I know I say the same things, but it really is born of just seeing so many new rowers who haven't ever really found out that what technique is about. And yeah, sure, I've got well over 500 workout videos on YouTube and you've got to figure out them. At least 450. I talk technique, well, 490 probably, but I can't expect people to start right from the beginning. So I need to keep on talking about this stuff. But it's also a good reminder. But I'm also trying to approach it from slightly different angles each time I talk about it. Trying to unlock what you need it to be so that you get the sensation right. So you know how your body is meant to feel. It's not very good me saying, imagine you've got a carrot stuck to your back. I was about to say something rude there, but <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Or imagining someone's put an ice cube down your back, Whew. which makes you sit up. <laughs> but if that means nothing to you, then you're gonna be like, what's he on about? So talking about pivoting over your hips, maybe that helps. All right, I'm gonna get a bit of practice on that pivot in three strokes time. Two more, one more. Okay, so arms away and then pivot, pull out, rock forwards. And do up, think about up on your sit bones as you come forwards, because you're not tugging in your straps here. So that's perfect, because all you're doing is letting the hands come away and then pivoting over your hips. 
Let's do one more. Let's get back into the front. Push for those legs. Hold straight arms and a forward tilt and push. Push. And it must be said actually that because of these drills and that back swing and arms only, I'm actually feeling like my biceps are getting a really good workout today. Don't know about you, hopefully. Two more. One more. And let's get back into that low intensity, 20 strokes a minute for the last time. So do four more minutes like this, and then we'll do our last minute of drills. Now, you may have heard me talk in the past couple of rows about how I've started to learn how to kayak, which you think would be as easy as getting a kayak and wiggle the paddles around. But although I've been out just going up and down the canal, we also do pool training, which is all about learning how to roll, how to be upside down and get back up again. And there's a reason I'm talking about this. And it's hard, okay? <laughs> Feel bad for me, no, no. Um, it's really tricky. I mean, getting upside down is just about you roll and then you escape and you just need to just understand how to get out and stuff. It's easy enough. But remaining in your kayak and then being upside down and then rolling back up again, that's tough, okay? And if you get it wrong, it's only so long you can stay under the water before it starts to feel close to panic. And that's what happened to me on Tuesday night when I was practicing. I won't tell you the entire details of the practice, but just know I was doing that and I was just getting it wrong because I don't know how to do it. And when I was done and I was driving home, I was thinking, I didn't really enjoy that. But then I started to think about when I was learning to drive and the first couple of lessons being out in the car and being terrified because I just didn't feel in control of what the car was doing. And I really wasn't enjoying it. And the feeling was the same for the kayaking. And so I started to attach the two together because the other commonality is that I want to do both, okay? I wanted to be able to learn how to drive and I want to learn how to kayak. And so you start to think, all right, why was it tough? Why didn't I enjoy it? Because I don't know how to do it. And it's fair enough that I don't know how to do it. I've never done it before. But I'm with people who are teaching me how to do it. I don't have to learn this on my own. With time, practice, perseverance, 
dedication, and most importantly of all, not walking away in time, I'll get it. In much the same way that I passed my driving test. In time, I learned how to control the car, it became second nature. Ta-da! And that is how rowing should become, is that it may be a struggle to get it right, right now, all the things I'm talking about, but you will eventually. One more, get back into our last set of drills. And so these drills are helping you break down the stroke into its component parts so you can feed this into your main stroke. So you swing, pull, and then this recovery is the most important part for now if you aren't doing this. If you have a bad posture and you're not up in your sit bones, this bit here, so important. Let's get into the front, push to the legs, hold the forwards tilt and straight arms. And that holding of the tilt, straight arms, and the timing between pushing your feet and the hands connecting, that is the key to the start of your stroke, okay? This is the bit you need to get right. Hold that forward tilt, straight arms. One more. You continue to do some light rowing just to cool down while I say goodbye. So, again, that last five minutes is probably something I should have said right at the beginning to try and kind of sell the point of the row and the, and the drills to you. But hey, it's a prize for making it to the end, okay? It's like, oh, that's why we're doing it. So, um, I'm just I'm now thinking, oh, what's today's hashtag going to be? Uh, but yeah, so that was a really simple row. Um, I'll tell you, we're about a minute out, aren't we? Oh, didn't start my heart rate monitor, idiot. Um, we're, uh, have, uh, it's really easy. I've got a little bit of a sweat on, but I didn't even take my shell off because uh, well, I was freezing in here. I didn't get that warm. But those 35 minutes, in terms of getting your muscles moving and what it does to your body, it's so important. And then the time that you have to work on that technique, like I say, if you're the kind of person that rows all kind of crumpled up and you don't really know what you're doing, then that hands away smoothly and that forward tilt. This move here is basically, it unlocks the rest of your stroke. Because once you're in that position, you just have to roll into the front, hold that position until you get to the back, then pull in, then you return there again. Once you're here, basically, you're here most of your stroke. That forward tilt and arm straight into the front, forward tilt, arm straight. So only at the back. It's only for like a third of your stroke that you're going backwards. Anyway, so that's the point of today's row. We will get back into a tougher one for the next row in the zero to hero uh, plan. Um, but yeah, but that was a nice, easy one. A good, easy 700 strokes for me. Hopefully it was the same for you. Um, and yeah, I look forward to seeing you in either the next row, uh, the next workout, or any of the other ones that are up here. You might enjoy them as well. Hopefully you will. So the last thing to say then is just the hashtag. And because I was talking about uh, kayaking, we're just going to have hashtag rolling, okay? Rolling, rolling, rolling. Um, <laughs> I should stick to Bon Jovi really, shouldn't I? But yeah, hashtag rolling, because that's what I was doing, the kayak roll, and that's what's kind of got my, my brain sorted. And like I said before, I mean, 
I'm using my, what I'm learning on the kayak to kind of really help me when it comes to trying to teach you is that um, I've been doing this for so long, it's quite easy to just go, oh, do this, do that. Whereas now I'm kind of like, you know what, actually sometimes it is difficult to get this stuff right. So the kayaking thing, you're probably gonna hear a bit more of it, I'm afraid. So if you're not interested, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, there we go. So hashtag rolling. So thanks once again for doing this one. I hope you enjoy uh, this and me and whatever, because really we spend a long time together. So if you don't, then, oh. <laughs> so yeah, I will see you in the next video. Until then, please take care of yourselves. Um, yeah, be well. Goodbye.